yo, yo, what up, podcast family? And shout out to all my soon-to-be subscribers. Welcome to Everybody Somebody. I'm your host, Jason Snow, and thank you for tuning in. Wherever it is you get your podcast, make sure you like this, subscribe to this, show me some love. Now let's hop into this next episode. Yo, 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 what up, good people? Yo, it's been a minute, man. Um, your boy is back. Life had kind of caught up to me, man, and I was just speeding up at work. I got hired as a girls bas- uh, basketball coach um, and just didn't really have time to, you know, do something I really enjoy doing these past couple of months. But I'm back, man. I got a, uh, one of my brothers on here, uh, Jawan. But for those that know me, know I actually have another brother named Jawan, but this is my this is my brother from another mother, Jawan. Him and my brother, uh, Jerome, went to college together. So, you know, if, if Jerome says his brother, that's my brother. So, Jawan, man, say what it up. What's up, y'all? What's going on? What up, Yo, everyone? man. <laughs> hey, man, definitely appreciate you hopping on with me, man. Um, for those who don't know Jawan, I'll let him introduce himself and explain who he is. But like I said, he went to college with my brother in Eastern Michigan, man. So I've, I've kind of known him from afar. But definitely wanted to get him on a podcast just to kind of just hear more about him, his story, you know, kind of his upbringing, just from things I really didn't know about him and just kind of let him introduce himself to the world, man. I mean, everybody all really know him anyway. And once he starts explaining who he is and what he's doing, people will be like, oh, damn, I've saw him before. But, yo, man, just kind of just let people know what's up, what you, what you got going on. Man, everything, man. It's been a it's been a, a great last 10 years since 10 plus years since college I feel like <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah like like you said I went to school at Eastern Michigan University that's why I uh, kind of started that's the love of what I'm doing sparked from so I'm a performer um, singer actor dancer um, performing on cur- the current Broadway show Ain't Too Proud of Life and Times of the Temptations where I'm playing Melvin Franklin um, aka but, Blue yeah Blue you know, but uh, I'm a Detroit guy, man. I know how, you know, you Ohioans like to uh, <laughs> always throw salt <laughs> on Detroit, but it's one of the greatest cities and states in the country. Um, but no, um, yeah, I went to school with uh, Jerome, who's, you know, I'm the godfather, his oldest daughter and only daughter. And, you know, you became family, man. And so, you know, it's kind of, I have, have an extended family of, of brothers because I never have physical like biological brothers and so to have y'all is has always been great. No doubt, man. Yeah, we definitely uh love you and appreciate you, man. Um it's it's funny uh when Jawan or yeah when Jerome, sorry, when he told me he's like, yeah man, I, um every time like we talking he'd be like, yeah, uh, I was talking to Jawan and I had to like think about it to see how he's spelling the name because I'm like because my brother, my blood, our blood brother, Jawan, is J-E-W-O-N-E. Uh-huh. And it's U-J-A-W-A-N. So I'm like, damn, hold up. Who is he having this conversation with? And then he got to tell me, like, he, I say, oh, you talking about Hollywood. So I call you Hollywood, Jawan. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, so just kind of rewinding back to, man, fat. Like, so right now, like you said, you're on Ain't Too Proud. How did you kind of get, like, Kickstarter? What was, like, when did you first find out, like, you know what, man? Like, I can sing. You know, that started real young, Jay. Um, I want to say around like before I can even talk, I just remember and I always tell the story. I um, was watching the 19, I want to say 85 Soul Train Awards. And that was the year I think Whitney Houston made her um, song debut of You Give Good Love. Um, and my grandmother, she had, and I'm, I'm, I was born in 87. So 85, my grandmother had a cassette tape, you know, and we, I would play that award show over and over and over and over and over again till I learned and memorized every commercial, every song, every <laughs> anything in it. And, you know, that was kind of like my introduction. And from there, you know, singing, it was just my, the thing that I've done. And, you know, I'm the only person in my family that is like musically inclined or, you know, talented to, to kind of like do the arts or whatever. And so, you know, growing up, my mother and my dad would put me in the stuff. I was in marching band. I was in choirs. I was doing all kinds of stuff. And um, my eighth grade, seventh grade year in um, junior high, I did my first musical, which was Joseph and Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And that was 
you know, I was auditioning and my voice had just changed. I went from a high tenor singing, you know, which is ironic, <laughs> funny, the Tevin Campbell, Can We Talk Challenge is going on. But that used to be my go-to song back in the day. Can we talk, you know? <laughs> and so I went from singing that to like my voice just completely changing. And I had this bass voice and low voice that I was just like, what the hell am I doing? What I, I sound crazy. Nobody is singing like this. And I, I guess I did. I won't ever have a career. And um, my, no, my church um, music director, he recognized that gifted me and was like, you got this low range and many people don't have this. Let's cultivate this. You know what I'm saying? Let's curve, curve your own lane. Let's make it, you sound unique. And that's the beauty about singing voices is that everybody should sound different. Nobody should sound the same and you don't. So let's figure out how do you, we can use your voice to serve you. And so he was kind of the motivation to, to continue to have me singing, you know? Um, and then fast forwarding to, you know, in college, I was, you know, still singing the choir. I was doing shows there. And then, um, I uh, graduated and was started working for a radio television show. I was doing the show called the Carman Show, um, which was an automotive talk show. And then um, from there, like, just sparked my love of like, you know, radio, music, uh, the arts. And um, I did I auditioned for my first movie, which was Sparkle, Whitney Houston's last movie. Wow! Um, and I did that while working at the radio station. That was just on a whim. They were just like. Whitney Houston's in town, and I only did it. <laughs> I only <laughs> did it to meet Whitney Houston, you know. No doubt. <laughs> and so I was like, "Did you meet Whitney Houston? Let me try to get on this, you know, in this movie." And so I got cast in the movie as an extra, and I was doing all kinds of extra roles and stuff. And that kind of like really, really sparked. I was like, "Oh, I want to do this for the rest of my life. How do Man, I do this?" Dope. And um, in between my day job, which was teaching theater to high schoolers and middle schoolers, you know, I was looking, I was auditioning and I'm looking for auditions, and how can I get to New York because ultimately that was the ultimate goal, you know? And yeah. um, I was reading the classifieds and found an audition for Motown the Musical. And from there, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to audition. I didn't know what it was. And so I auditioned in Detroit thinking it was another Detroit show. Yeah. And um, four auditions later, found out it was a Broadway show. Man, man <laughs> that's that dope. was like my introduction, my, my Broadway debut was auditioning at an open casting call, getting picked and then flown to New York and then moving to New York. And that's what kind of had me in the business. And 10 years later, I've been here. Man, that's dope, man. Dang. Dang. So it, um, did you end up going back to you, uh, trying to make the cast with Sparkle? Did you end up meeting Whitney? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, the, the goal was accomplished, bro. Like man. what's so funny is, you know, there, when we were working there, they were had they were really really strict on the extras, and they were like they had us in this like holding area where it was a cold room, and you know they will feed us like <laughs> lunches and dinner, and they were like absolutely do not look the actors in their eyes, don't talk to them, don't say nothing, you know, don't try to get a picture, don't try to do anything, like, and if we see you, we're gonna send you home, you know, and so Damn. being that was my first movie, I was like, all right, I'm gonna. Follow the rules. I ain't gonna look at them in the eye. I'm not gonna say anything. But what's crazy? My first t- my first day on set, um, Jordan Sparks and Derek Luke, um, who were the leads, when I was on on set, they immediately came up to me and was like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm like, "What's going on?" Like they were so nice and so warm, and they made this set so great. And then the moment we were all waiting for Whitney Houston, her her you know scene coming into the church where they're having that church. She has that big old, I don't know if you've seen a movie where she has that big old like moment where she's singing his eyes on the sparrow and all of this thing. And so um, Whitney comes out on set and everybody's just, of course, like in awe. And she has, she walks right past me and she says, good morning. And so I'm kind of like turning around, like, who are you talking to? Cause she was like, I'm talking to you basically. She was like, you, good morning. I was like, oh, good morning. You know, so, you know, and from there I was like, yo, I love you. She was like, you know, I was like, they told us not to talk to y'all. So she was like, well, you can talk to me. And so that whole day on set, like I was hanging out with Whitney Houston and Jordan Sparks behind the scenes between takes. And she was teaching Jordan Sparks how to sing. I will always love you. And it was just this beautiful moment, you know, that I got to share and um, that I have forever. And so I didn't get a picture with her, but like, just those memories and what yeah. happened off camera, like I'll always remember, yo. 
No doubt, man. How 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 long, like after did she pass away? She passed away. The movie I filmed that in two thousand eight. The movie, and she passed away two thousand nine. Dang, I was about to say because I seemed like I feel like it was like right after. Man, that's crazy. February eleven two thousand nine is when she passed away, and the only reason I remember that day specifically is because that's one Brandy's birthday, and it's my all time favorite singer. And two, I was hosting a um, I was uh, hosting an event that day. And um, got, you know, we got the call that it happened there. So that's kind of how it's set in my mind of her passing date. Dang, man, that's, that's sad. This, but Whitney, man, she's, she's one of the goats, man. Yeah. So when, um, so Sparkle happens, you try out for, I mean, for Ain't Too Proud to Beg, not knowing that it was actually going to turn into a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. What is it like to to be on Broadway, like, are you, I know this might, this might be a silly question, but like, are you recognizable? Like if you're just walking around, are you recognizable? Like, man, that's, that's blue or that's Melvin from <laughs> Empty Powder Bag. <laughs> I mean, the first, like my first Broadway show, no, cause I was a, on a, an ensemble, but this, this second show, I'm a principal and my face is literally on the side of buildings, on the side yeah. of buses, on the side of behind garbage cans, on cups, on like flyers, like it's everywhere. Um, Sometimes I do, but honestly, no, not not that much. Like I'll walk down the street and if you're not like a theater theater person, yeah, you yeah, don't, no you don't pay attention, you know what I'm saying? But like um outside of New York, I would say like people recognize me here and there. And then when I'm like ironically, I was on a vacation in Aruba and you know, I was like, I wanna go somewhere where don't nobody know my name. I wanna just like <laughs> relax and just like let loose. And my first day there, like, I'm, like, doing, like, this, uh, they had, like, this, um, like, it was some type of party. Um, and the couple there, they was like, oh, you ain't, ain't too proud. We saw your show last week. <laughs> like, God, Lee, I'm not the country to try to get away. And, like, you know, I mean, it's the joy of it because I know, like, I mean, that's good because, Honestly, Jay, they they treated they've been treating us like rock stars since we've been in this show. I bet you know, I saying? bet man. I was in Rolling Stones, I was in Vogue, I was in every publication that you can think of, which is crazy, you know, about this group. Um, but it, you know, so it's here and there. So yes and no, they do. Okay, I, I remember it's probably about man. I don't because if you've been at this for about ten years, I think I might have been like finishing up my last year playing ball. I don't know. I don't know when it exactly it was, but. Mm-hmm. I remember Jerome was like, "Yeah, uh, Jawan, man, he 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 uh, he he in a movie or he had extra on something." And I think it was a uh, hold on, what what show was this? It was a uh, uh, get down. You probably talking about get down. Yeah, it was the yeah. get down. Was that was that on Showtime or HBO? No, Which one was that? On? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Was it like the old school like um like what they talking about like uh like where was it hip hop or something? Yeah, that started it was, or it was a hip hop like drama drama like um with uh um. Will Smith's son um, was in it. Uh, he was the lead. And, okay, uh, yep, yep, yep. I played uh, Grandmaster Flash's best friend. Okay. Um, which was, and that was a fun show. That was a fun show to do. When was that? That was 2015. Uh, okay, all yeah, right. Okay, so that's, yeah, so that's when I about moved from Houston. That's what that's when it was. I, I just moved from Houston up to Charlotte. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a fun show. That was, that also showed me like, how these networks be having all these like they have they had a Game of Thrones budget, bro. Like filming this, you know, this um this series. And it was shot in Brooklyn <laughs> in a wow. in a sound stage. And so I got to come and I learned a lot from that experience. So, you know, I I, I hate that it, you know, it was only it was canceled after one season because I would have loved to like dive into that character and like come back and do some stuff. But you know. Man. So are you are you considered uh, entertainer, an uh, actor, or yeah. singer, or just kind of all of them. Like, what are so you? I usually, I usually say I, I'll do the broad scope of performer because performer that okay. covers acting, singing, dancing, okay. voiceovers. You know, I do it all, hosting. So I don't, I don't. If I say actor, that kind of like boxes you in. So if I yeah, do yeah. performer, like it gives you a a, a wide umbrella of things because it covers the spectrum. So that's why I usually say because I don't like to like limit myself. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. Yeah. No, I I get it, man. Um, so. For those that don't know, like, um, ain't too proud to beg is based off of the temptations. And I don't know if you, you've met my wife, Sarah. I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure y'all met. Yeah. Yo, Sarah loves the temptations. I remember <laughs> like, you telling me that. Yo, I'm serious. Like, 
know all the songs, all the members, loves the movie. Um, but uh, she, uh, we were sitting down one day and I think you guys were on, was it Good Morning America? No. You know what? Y'all were, y'all, y'all did something during uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade? Yeah, we did the Thanksgiving Day Parade twice. And that was like, what, two or three years ago? Uh, last year and then the year before. Okay, yeah. So we were watching it and she was like, man, um, she was like, I think this is Jawan, Jerome's uh, boy. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, nah, he right here. This is the Temptations. This is, this, and he on Broadway with them? I was like, yeah. So we sat down and watched it. And, she, and yo, stepping, doing all the steps with y'all and everything. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of Temptations. I love it, yo. <laughs> so how does it feel, man, um, being like on Broadway, being blue? Do, do people, when they pop up on you, do they ask you to start singing Temptation song? Absolutely. They, they either want me to start singing or they were like, Talking your deep voice, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's that's an all time thing, and like especially like you you think I I, I counted a a, a kind of like a compliment because when after the show they come into the stage door and they're like so enamored with you in awe of like what they just saw and and they're so happy and it's almost like they're looking at the real person. I was like, you know, I play a character, right? Like I'm yeah. not really. You know, <laughs> Cause they're like, oh, say something in my voice. Do this. You know, I had this one lady. <laughs> she told me, she was like, Can you talk in your deep voice? I was like, okay. And she was like, and I did it for, you know, just to appease or whatever. And she was like, okay, now I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna make love to my husband. I'm gonna think about you. I'm like, oh, what man. is happening? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Like it's, it's stuff like that. Like, you know, they done like these girls that that came and threw panties on stage at us and like you would have thought like we were the real temptations. It's is it insane. is it like old is it like older women or is it younger women? Older like women, younger women. It was just it's just you know, and then like the moms are bringing their daughters, and then you know the daughters are now bringing their mothers to see. Like yeah. it's it's you know bridging the generational gap because we're a younger version of the temptations yeah. introducing you know this legendary group. So it kind of is relatable for the younger people because they're seeing people like you know that are their age and, you know, that are, that can perform and are talented, introduce the group. So it's been, it's been real, real fun, yo. It's been fun. So you have people that are came and see the show 15 times and you come over and over and over again, you know, to experience it. And I think it's, you know, again, a compliment to, to know that we're doing our job the way that we're supposed to be. No doubt, man. The the goal this summer, if you, are you guys will be doing it this summer? Yeah, that's the plan. You know, if okay. if the world it won't shut down again, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it's crazy right now. But yeah, that's the, the goal is to. I want to bring Sarah to see it, man, because I know she'll be. Y'all was highly, supposed to come. You're supposed yeah, to come. We your brother ain't came. I need all y'all to come and see this darn show. Yeah, well, you know how Jerome be, man. Jerome be Jerome. Actually, Jerome live in Jerome's world. Exactly. So, <laughs> it's always but, Jerome. It's Jerome time. Yeah, just Jerome. <laughs> so he do stuff when he feel like doing stuff. But yeah, man, I'm I'm serious, man. Me, uh, we definitely want to get up there, man, and check it out because I know she would love that, and I would love to see it too. I, I mean, I've I've seen a lot of the clips and stuff, and just seeing you perform. But I would like to see the actual show. I know that'd be that'd be mm-hmm. live, man, because I've never seen anything Broadway before. Yeah, it's a good sh- it's a good uh, introduction show. You know, I always tell people if you're looking for uh, a fun show, come see our show because. You know, you get the you get music that you already know, mm-hmm. but then you get the story that's gonna that you didn't know of, and you yeah. know, and so tying it together, you're gonna leave like, oh, I want to see more shows, and it'll spark your fire to see others. So, definitely a good show to see as your first. Anybody out there listening? So with with the show, um, and I asked Sarah, Sarah this earlier, is 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 it only one actual like original Temptation still alive? Yeah, so Otis Williams is the Otis. last surviving temptation. And he's okay. he just celebrated his 80th birthday, um, October 30th. And um, you know, he's still touring. You know, I talk to him often. He just called me yesterday. Um, he's also the gonna be the godfather to my child. So like nice. you know, he's he's like definitely like family at this point. Um and it's just so crazy because I got to also spend the summer with him. Um when I, and that was going to be my next question. If, if if you had like, how did that like come about? Like, since he's the only like living member, like how did, like who's there to help with the input of the story went for Broadway and trying to just give you guys pointers and you know, all that, like who helped with all that? Yeah. So the typically how a Broadway show works is you have a writer, a director and choreographer and um, our writer, Dominique Morso, who is also from Detroit. 
you know, she met with Otis and just sat down and had a just basically a meeting with him and got to talking about, you know, how they started the earlier days, what was going on. And then Otis also wrote a book um, about, you know, his life and the temptations. And she kind of like based it off of Otis's book. And so from there, you just sculpt and create um, a storyline from there. And then um, you put into words. So he come, he would come into our rehearsal process and watch our rehearsal. And then like, if something was needed to be added or if something wasn't kind of accurate, he'd be like, okay, no, we didn't quite do it like this or we wouldn't do it like this, but I see where you're going. Try it this way. You know, and then he'll give us pointers. Like I would ask him about Melvin because Melvin, you know, was his best friend. And so, um, you know, I was just kind of like trying to get the spirit and it was helpful because I did Motown, the musical prior to doing this show. And I got to, I would talk to Smokey Robinson, who knew Melvin well. I would talk to Claudette Robinson, who was Smokey's ex-wife. I would talk to Barry Gordy. I would talk to all of these people. Stevie Wonder, I would get to talk to all of these people. And um, really, I had some um, back information to kind of like cultivate my character and and Melvin, who he was. And I remember being in L.A. And um, I didn't know at the time, so I did the show. And then afterwards, they were like, Melvin Franklin's wife is here. She came tonight to see the show. And I was nervous. I shit, I was shitting bricks, bro. I was like, oh man. Because like, you don't know how these, you know, these people are gonna act or respond to you. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? And um I I just saw her and she instantly hugged me and started crying. And then, bro, like I just started crying with her. I'm like, I'm so like, she was like, you embodied him. She was like, every, she was like, it was like you've known my husband his whole whole life. It was like, she was like, thank you for giving my husband back to me for, you know, two hours and 45 minutes, you know. And, you know, from there, we just kept in contact and we've been in contact. And then his daughter came and saw the show and cried and hugged me. It was like, I was like, I was, she, she would say it was like, it was like I was watching my daddy all over again. Man. You know what I'm saying? And also what, what hurt was like, because everybody dies in the show, you know. Yeah. Just a, <laughs> everybody everybody dies in the show so i'm not giving anything away everybody's dead in real life everybody dies in the show at some point and so like you know watching her father die all over again brought some more memories you know to her and so i just you know make sure that when i'm playing melvin then i'm playing him authentically and i'm not trying to be a character i'm trying to have yeah. the essence of him but like make Embody sure him. yeah just make sure i'm not playing like what i thought he was yeah, it's definitely got to be a, like a weird dynamic to, for one, to, you know, just bring a lot of those memories and songs back. But then when you actually have their family members that come to the shows, mm-hmm. you know, they might have obviously different, you know, experiences or memories that they come back from, you know, just seeing you guys perform. So I know it's, it's got to be, it's got to be just I, I bet it's a joy, but I bet it's kind of difficult to like after the show, if you talk to them and they start crying on, you, you know, yeah. I know they're crying. It's probably, you know, tears of joy, but also like sadness just from, you know, how none of these members are still alive anymore, man. And I was just talking with um, my father-in-law about this. We were talking about the temptations and it was weird that he, um, I mean that just from watching the movie, which I, I love the movie as well. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a sad movie, man. Like it's a good movie, but it's just, it's just kind of sad to see how, you know, like how a lot of their lives. And I'm pretty sure this is for a lot of groups and and people during that time, kind of like how their lives like turned out, man. It was, Mm -hmm. it's like kind of really unfortunate. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And I always tell people like, you know, the story, the music behind the temptations, but you don't know the men behind the music. Yeah. And so this show really just paints a picture of, what these guys were struggling through addiction, through family stuff, family problems, and how they had to make sacrifices in order to give us the music that we so love today. And, um, you know, it also, it kind of shines a light on, like on my personal life, on on like sacrifices we make as artists, you know, as oh, yeah. performers. So like, you know, being on Broadway, we are performing eight times a week, you know, and, is that like, is it like two shows a day or how does, how does that work? So Wednesdays and Saturdays are usually two show days. Okay. And so we have a matinee show and an evening show. But we, because of that, you know, we're kind of stuck in the city, you know, of New York. And so like you're missing out on 
funerals and people yeah. are having, you know, birthdays and anniversary parties. And, and so you don't get to, you don't get to experience all of that. And so that yeah. kind of gives me um, a little bit more insight as to what they had to experience being on the road and, you know, having families that they were trying to take care of and not being able to see them, but trying to make a life for them. And, and, you know, it's just, and the troubles that came with it and finding balance and really just, um, just all of it, man. Just all of it. Man, yeah, that's that's got to be tough, man. It's kind of like you guys are like living in your own bubble almost. Mm-hmm. You know, life is definitely imitating art right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no doubt. <laughs> so what is, um, so pre- to prepare, so if you guys are doing eight shows a week, man, how, what is the preparation like for these shows? Like as far as like rehearsal, like, like what is the time frame, like? So what do you guys have to go over? Yeah. So typical rehearsal process for a beginning Broadway show is six weeks rehearsal time. And then you have usually like a month or up to another six weeks of preview shows. And then during those preview shows, um, you're coming to work during the day and then you're doing the show at night um, up until you open. And then when you open the show, the show kind of freezes and then you just come in a half hour and then you do the show because at this point, there's no more rehearsal needed. There's no more like kinks to work out. Everything yeah. should be done. That's in the perfect world, you know? Um, yeah. And in this process, and then what I experienced, like we did a, a, a out of town run. So that's basically where you try to show out in different cities. So we did a mini tour before mm. we even came to Broadway. So we were in DC, we were in Toronto, and then we were in LA. And then um, we opened on Broadway. And then we had a, the rehearsal process. And, and in that, it was ever-changing, you know? And so we kind of was like scoping the show to figure out what exactly, you know, it was going to be and, you know, how it, how it was. And so that's typically the, re- the process of putting up a Broadway show. Okay. How, so do you, like during the week, you guys are kind of just really just locked in, in indoors, just prepared to perform so are you guys like allowed this might be a stupid question but like does at broadway or are, are you guys staying there or you obviously guys have your own apartments or houses or whatever or you kind of like just really just locked in there like is it beds there and stuff to where you just want to sleep overnight and get up and like do everything over oh, again no no, no 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 we got our own lives <laughs> i'm in my apartment you know i right now i just literally um my day would look like i'll wake up and then i may have 10 or 15 things to do before my show that night. And I'm doing like personal press. I'm doing um, auditioning still for other shows, for TV shows. So there is all of this stuff that's happening. We're not like, it's not like a, a a college dorm where we all like, (laughs) no, no, no. We have, we very much have our own lives. And some people are, some come from out of state and they're riding in the city all the way from as far as Connecticut to come to New York to do the show. Or I had a friend that was living in Philly, driving in from Philly, do the show, go back to Philly at night. So, you know, it's, it's a lot, you know, um, but you make it work. That's cool, man. So have, um, is there, is there, is there a lot of, uh, change in the members or it's kind of like members have been the same since you've been on Broadway with them? No, no, it's, we've changed, um, you changed? quite a bit. So, um, uh, we've added, one, two, three, four, five, six new cast members, and they're ever changing. So we got six new, and then we got a couple people leaving. So in shows, you know, they're coming and going. We kind of oh, yeah. call ourselves gypsies. Yeah, yeah. You know, just going from <laughs> house to house to house to place to place to place to place. So are you the original? Yeah, I'm the original member. So I opened okay. the show. I am the originator of the role, and you know, the tour that's going that's out now. Um, everything that I did in the show they're going to basically, it's been basically embedded into the music, into the book, into the script, into the blocking of it all, you know? And so, I mean, I typically, I like opening shows. I like creating shows because it just gives you more freedom to move and create and grow. Um, I haven't been, you know, um, I haven't replaced anybody yet, you know, and that's not to say I won't ever do that, but, you know, I'm just grateful to be, you know, originating every role that I've stepped in so far. That's dope. We, um, this was probably like, I don't know, like, I don't know, maybe like three or four years ago. And, and I'm going to say this because I know that this person probably is not listening to this, uh-huh. but 
me and Sarah are sitting sitting at home, man. We watching the uh, the Cavs because you know we Ohio people, so we are Cavs fans. And we watching mm-hmm. the Cavs play Detroit, and it just so happened to be like Motown night or something. I don't know what it was, but a lot of people know that there's a lot of like Temptations groups like out uh-huh. performing Temptations songs or whatever. I don't know what exact Temptations group this was, but so so we got NBA League Pass, and for those who don't know about like NBA League Pass, like. If you're just watching TV or if you're just watching a game on just regular TV, you just got commercials. But if you got NBA League Pass, there's really not any commercials. They actually show the halftime shows of games oh, wow. in the in the arena. That's so, good. yeah, we watched all the the halftime shows, whatever is home or away. And they happen to be showing this Temptations group and they start singing, man. It was a it was it's probably it was a group of some older dudes. And it wasn't any of the originals because Sarah knew if the original wasn't when their oldest would have been there. But, man, these dudes start singing. I mean, these dudes were destroying classics. <laughs> Sarah was so tight. <laughs> she was like, man, who is this? That is it hilarious. was bad, man. I was like, oh, man, why they got these old dudes up here doing this, man? Just destroying the Temptation song. And then, like, not, not longer than that is when you hopped on this. Man, it, that it just made me think about that. I'm like, damn, they, like, really on here just destroying these songs. That is hilarious. Damn. What, um... So, so what's, so what do you see? I know you say you're still continuing to do, you know, some auditioning. And so what's, what's next, man? Like what's, what's in the plans? If, if you can really put that out there, no problem. But what, what are you hoping to, to accomplish, you know, next couple of years or what's dream role or whatever it may be? Yeah. Listen, I'm putting it all out there. I'm going to do everything. I am not limiting myself. I want to do, I want to produce, I want to direct, I want to cast, I want to, um, star, starring you know a box office you know major movie i want to do silver screen i want to do television and film um i want to do voiceover work i want to do you know just all of it i want to host a game show you know that is i think hosting a game <laughs> show and a cookie show those are that that's like top goal right now and so you know i've been putting out there in the atmosphere that that i want to you know be you know i guess that was because i before singing and before acting my love is cooking, you know? And so I wanted to be a chef professionally at first. And so I went from between chef and like marine biologist. And then I landed on, you know, marine biology because I was like, okay, I'm going to just train animals. And so that's why I ended up even going to Eastern Michigan because I went to school for biology, biochemistry. And so, um, you know, I just, but I want to do it all, man. I don't want to, I don't want to limit myself. And I've been kind of like preparing myself for it all. but the short-term goal is to land a series regular role on a TV show. Nice, nice. Yeah, our um, our favorite show right now. I mean, other than Blackish, I love Blackish. I'm sad that it is 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 ending. Mm-hmm. Blackish, um, you said? Yeah, I love Blackish. That's that show is hilarious to me. Um, but Sarah, we'd be watching Grownish. Okay. Insecure. Yeah. Them 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 are our, our nightly shows, man. We uh. When the baby's in bed, man, we just sit down and just chill and watch some shows. I, I get a laugh out of that. Are you into like getting like comedy, serious shows? Or yeah, I want to do a comedy because I, I feel like I, I thrive in comedy. But I want also want to do like a a drama series too. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, just taking my hand, I mean, and my foot and putting it in there. You know they, you know they, you know everybody start on SVU, man. <laughs> you yes, I've, been, I've been waiting to get on SVU. I'm trying yeah. to get a corpse or something on there. Come on, <laughs> Come on SVU. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so do you? You've been doing this for a minute now, but mm-hmm. do you still do you get nervous? Butterflies pop up every show, like, absolutely. or is this kind of like old news? No, absolutely, man. I feel like. If you don't get nervous, you shouldn't be doing it anymore. You know, the moment that you kind of clock out and you get numb to it, like it's time to figure out your next steps. Um, and most recently, I got nervous. Um, we performed at the Kennedy Center Honors. Um, that's going to air on on December twenty second. Um, Is that in the city? Huh? Is that in the city? No, that was in D.C. So that's gonna, in D.C. Okay. Yeah, so that's going to near uh, air nationally. I, I believe. And I may be misquoting, and I don't want to misquote this. I'm not going to say the network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, whoever's listening, look it up. Kennedy Center Honors. Check your local listings. It'll be, it's a national, it's going to be nationally televised. But I was shitting bricks 
for that performance, <laughs> you know, <laughs> only because it was right before we went on, they were adding choreography. And when you see the show and if you see like clips of the show, you know, it's a lot of dancing yeah. in the show. And I'm not nobody's dancer, Jason. Like I just came like, <laughs> you know, I kind of got plucked from Detroit and just like thrown into this and had to learn <laughs> everything on my way. Like all I knew was to sing in the neck. That's all I knew. I didn't know anything else. And so I was really, really green. So I had to teach myself how to dance and do all of these things. And so, you know, I mean, I'm a little bit better now, but like I was just nervous because they just, they were adding stuff. They were like, okay, we're going to shift the, the block in here. So we're going to move somewhere else. Okay. Now we're going to add. I was just, I was like, so there's so much information. So that performance, it made me nervous, but you know, it, it turned out really, really well. And not to mention we were performing for the president of the United States and Barry Gordon and Bette Midler and, and Stevie Wonder was doing a set. And like, we it was on the same, like it was just a lot of stuff happening, you know, and it's just, you know, one of those moments where you look up and you're like, Oh, I'm really doing what I love to do. Oh yeah. You know? And so Dang, it was, it was dope. definitely fun. That's dope. So have you guys, I noticed you said when you guys started the mini tour, I didn't hear you mention Detroit. So have you guys performed in Detroit? No, so they'll be in Detroit August the 9th through August 22nd. Okay. And so um, I'll be there doing some promo stuff. I won't be in the show, but I'll be doing oh. some promo stuff. Okay. Yeah, but I Dang. won't be there. I, I, was, I, was, I was wondering, I'm like, man, like, I mean, when I think about Temptation, like everybody think about Motown, Detroit, and I was like, I, I, haven't, I wonder if they've been there. Yeah, no, not yet. I wanted them to come to Detroit. <laughs> During that tour, because I thought I think it would have been a a really really great thing to do. Man, what? Because it just would have made sense to like come to Detroit, open Detroit's, run there for a few weeks, you know, Man. as on the tour as like a mini stop. But we were in Toronto, so they were like, okay, it's close enough. So I had friends and family driving to Toronto, um, yeah, to come check us out. Yeah, that's 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 cool, man. I, I um, yeah, it's it's just dope to actually know someone that's been on Broadway. So when I was, when I was up in New York, man, for, for work and a couple of people that I was with, they were like, uh, we had rolled past Broadway cause they had took me like to Times Square and all this other stuff. And they asked me, have I ever been to like a Broadway show? I was like, nah, man, but my brother's on a Broadway show. Mm -hmm. And they was like, what show? I was like, ain't too proud. And they was like, what? Are you serious? I was like, yeah, man. I was like, y'all gotta go check it out when it start back up. But they was like, man, he's like, it's like we've never known anyone who's like actually like families on a show. Uh -huh. I was like, yeah, man, I, I need to check it out. Yeah, I'm that's dope. You man, like the one thing I love about this show is that you know even you know because some Broadway shows you know they'll run and they don't get national like coverage and people are like oh I've never heard that show but like this show again because it's the Temptations. Oh yeah, you know it's like it's almost like the hottest ticket. You know, last week I saw somewhere where we were the best-selling show on Broadway, you know what I'm saying, right, for the week of Broadway shows because everybody loves The Temptations. And that's one thing that I always tell Otis. I'm like, you know, thank you for this legacy that you left behind, y'all left behind, because y'all really, you know, y'all are the gift that keeps on giving. I'm making a living off of your life, you know. Man, crazy and so i'm like just thank you i always tell him thank you anytime i talk to him and like and i you know make sure and sometimes you i forget the legend he is you know what i'm saying like we'll yeah. be out chilling for for lunch or whatever and like you know people are walk up to us and then just like fangirl out and i'm like oh i forgot i'm with a like <laughs> living legend right now i forget yeah man you know so it's, it's them so dudes great. Is, them dudes is big time man it um I I know like when I like with some of the like uh Zoom calls I've been on for work and mm -hmm. and you know we have like icebreakers and people talk about music or whatever and like you, you know you ever heard of Kahoot? Kahoot? No. Yeah, Kahoot is like this game to where like you can put like pictures up, you can play music and people have to guess like what it is. Oh, no, I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's just a dope game you can play like um yeah, I'll send it to you on, on after this or whatever. Oh, great, but it's like a nice iceberg. You can play with people like family, like you can play it like Christmas birthdays, but like they put music up, they play a song and then like, they'll put like a list of like the artists and you got to guess who it is. Right. Mm -hmm. So a temptation song would be on and people like, and the, the song that everybody knows, my girl, like everybody knows my girl, bro. And you have so many people that don't know who <laughs> sung that song. And I'm like, what? It's I'm crazy. like, what are y'all listening to? Yeah. And it, it, 
Love you know, people don't know that and all that. I stopped talking to him. <laughs> like if you if you don't know my girl by temptation, like I don't even want to talk to you about music. Yeah. Because they have know the song, but they don't know the people who sing it, you know. And I think that's bro, it's very important on, to keep, you know, that's why I'm, we're telling the story and the importance of the story because I want to make sure that their name is kept alive. You know what I'm saying? And what better way to do it than having it told through us? You know? Yeah, man. So have you um just from, you know, since you've been on this grind, has there a, been a role that you really wanted and they chose someone else? Um, Of course. <laughs> Always. Often. I feel like every role that I go in for, I'm like, it's mine. I want it. And then it goes to like friends. But like uh, most recently I was watching a TV show and um, uh, I have been going in for this role over and over and over again. And then. I'm watching and I'm seeing, you know, who the role went to. And it actually was a friend of mine. And I just laughed. I was like, okay, they they deserve this role better than I did. Like, they did what they were supposed to do for it. I can see why they got chosen. But I would have yeah. did, you know, a good job <laughs> too. But, you know, sometimes you look at it and see. Because at this point, you know, I went from not knowing anybody until I've been in the industry so long. Like, when I go to auditions or when I'm watching TV shows, there's always somebody I know on TV, yeah. you know. And it's it's a cool thing that we all know each other. We're in this community of of performers and a collective, you know, you know, rooting for each other and just like always rallying for each other. So it's been cool. Yeah, I, I um, I would have loved to like act, but I, my my issue is I can't remember like lines and stuff. You'd I guess I would have been more like improv. You can you can learn and and remember. I always tell people because this this little boy he came up to me. I mean, this dad, he was like, my son's a performer. He wants to act. And he was like, he has a question for you, if you don't mind. And so I'm like, what's up? He was like, how do you remember all your lines? And so I, told, I gave him this trick. I'm like, anytime you get a script or anytime you're reading or doing anything, you, whether whatever it is, read it five times, set it down, in 30 minutes, come back to it. And read it five more times, set it down, come back to it. By that second time, you're going to have it memorized and it's going to come up in your head and you'll be able to spit it back because you didn't train your brain to, you know, read it over and over and over again. It's all about repetition. And, and like anything, it's a muscle basketball, learn how to play. It's a muscle. You know how to control the ball. Like, you know, it's all a muscle. And so if you can play basketball, play a sport, you can learn how to act. Yeah. When I, um, when I think about like, how, like much respect to, you know, performers, Cause I can't imagine like singing and dancing at the mm-hmm. same time. So like, I mean, seeing Chris Brown, Beyonce, like, you know, and I'm pretty sure there's a whole lot of other artists as well that, that does this. And then is watching you guys, mm-hmm. like, is it hard? Like, do you like actually have to condition your body to be able to like withstand? Like, so how long the time period is like, how long is the actual show? The show is I know you kind of get like breaks, but it's two hours and 45 minutes and then you get a 15 minute intermission. But okay. in this show, I'm on the stage the entire time. So I'm on the stage like 90% of the time. And um, yeah, you got to train to condition your body. So I'm at the gym, you know, almost, you well, not so much now, but like when it was starting up right before, like almost every day I was going in, I'm, you know, I'm I'm doing cardio. I'm, I'm usually running and singing. I'm sitting in a steam room, like, you know, I'm doing doing weightlifting, trying to, because it's, your body's a muscle and and you're using it essentially as a machine, you know, to do this. And I was watching an interview a long time ago about Usher when he first started out, how he was working with Diddy and Diddy had him on the treadmill singing to the top of his lungs while he's running, you know, and, and people be looking at me at the gym, like it's, you know, a funny thing, but they know like you, when you see the show, you're going to like, how you doing that, all that movement? And it's not like you're not, and you still in breath, in time, in tune, in key, you know, it's just all the conditioning that, you know, we have to do because essentially we're athletes yeah. thinking about it, you know? Hell yeah, man. I, I know like probably that first show you ever did. I know you probably was sore as hell. I was sore, bro. Listen, I came here, <laughs> I, I came here, I lost 40 pounds off rip when I, when I first started my very first Broadway show. And even with coming back to COVID, COVID, you know, I have some COVID weight, so your boy was thick. I was two hundred and two <laughs> pounds. You know what I'm saying? And so you said two hundred and two. That was two oh two. Man, come on, doc. <laughs> I was like two forty. <laughs> so, but two oh two for me is big, bro. I ain't, I've never been over two hundred pounds, and so 
But coming back, I literally, in doing this show, I like bounced right back and I came back to like all my weight dropped back to my normal weight because I'm on stage and I'm doing so much cardio all day on the show, you know, and just like working. So like it definitely is, you know, uh, if you want to stay in shape, you get you a show. <laughs> man, that's 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 dope. I, I always, I mean, I admire that because I can tell, man, I know that it, it definitely takes some type of condition because I'm mean, even with me, like coaching now, like if I'm in practice and, you know, you know, a player goes down or goes to the bathroom and I got to step in and, you know, guard somebody for a couple seconds and then guard them and then try to talk to them and demonstrate at the same time. I'm, mm-hmm. I catch myself like breathing kind of heavy, like, damn, it's just like, exactly. I didn't know them two things together, like would have me winded like this, but I d- definitely got much respect to the performers out there doing that, man. Cause I know it takes a lot of like time and, and dedication and, and conditioning to get your body right for that. Yeah. And it's also funny too, because you know, like I, I feel like my, my mama and all them back in the day would be like, all right, now wait till you get my age. You're going to see and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm never going to be like that. Now I'm getting towards the age. I'm like, my body like playing tricks on me now. Yes, sir. Like, I started to develop allergies that I've never had. I just started. So my body is like changing every day, you know? And so you kind of got to work a little bit harder, to, you know, to keep it up. And so I can't just like jump out of bed and and really, really just like go hard as I I, sh- I used to because my body is is not the same. And so I think it's just me trying to catch up to where my body is because I'm young thinking, but my body's like, nah, bro, you're almost 40. Yeah, man. You're almost 40. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I feel it every day, man. I try to mess around and practice with the girls and, and play. Or if I go on the weekends and go play ball, I just started kind of like playing again. I haven't played probably since the pandemic. And I was just like, nah, I'm not going to step in the gym, especially with the baby mm-hmm. and Sarah. I was like, nah, but I kind of slowly been working my way back into it, man. That first time I played, like the next day I was hurt and I was like, damn. And then I just thought about, I was like, well, I'm 34. So I ain't 24 no more. So I just got to just hey, roll with the punches, man. Yeah, we just got to remember, you know, but if yeah. you do it, you know, and I'm also finding out like just ways, just like, you know, trying to preserve our body and make, you know, with vitamins and, yeah. um, you know, just the way that we eat. And I'm, I'm not, I don't always practice the right eating habits. I love to eat some chicken wings. I love to eat, <laughs> you know, my Southern comfort foods, but like, oh yeah, you know, trying to like find a balance, you know, here and there of making sure that we have the right nutrients and the right oh, yeah. stuff in there. So it's yeah, I, I had stopped. Um, it's probably been maybe a month and a half, close to two months now. I had stopped eating like uh fast food, man. It's just, like, and it, I wasn't, like, crazy with it. I would kind of, like, I don't know if you ever had Bojangles before. Bojangles, yes, yes. Bojangles. So, yes. I mean, I'm, we love the chicken tenders down here or oh, Chick-fil-A. I'm more Zaxby's, but. Yeah, Zaxby's, yeah. So, Zaxby's, we, we'll, we'll hit that up. We actually, like, where we live, we got Bojangles, Zaxby's, like, Chick-fil-A, you all that stuff. Zaxby's like, right for, our house. heard Bojangles over Zaxby's? No, no, no. I, I, I actually like them both. Okay. Um, I, I like, Zaxby's. I think I might have to choose Zaxby's over Bojangles, but I do like Bojangles. Like chicken uh, supremes, those are good, but mm-hmm. I just I had stopped, man. Like we had, and it's, I stopped because of silly reason. Sarah's always getting on me because I'm always boycotting stuff. But I had went, we had went somewhere, and they they had gave us like me some cold chicken, man. So I was like, you know what? Like screw this, man. I ain't getting fast food no more. And it's been like two, it's been like almost like two months, man. And I and I actually saw my weight, like my skin clear up, my weight drop. Like I was probably like around like two thirty ish. Now I'm like I weighed myself today just from like working out. So I'm like at like two nineteen, two twenty. And I can see a difference in just changing my eating habits. Oh, wow. I mean, listen, that'll, that'll do it, man. A slight little slight changes like that, that'll do it. I, used, yeah. I did this uh, detox cleanse um, called um, D-Herbs. And um, it was 10 days raw food only. You know, Raw food? Yes. Nothing could be cooked. We had to, you know, we would do juices. I would do uh, nuts and... Um, I would do fruits, but you could not eat anything cooked. Nothing could be cooked. And How was so that? It was, you know, it was a hard 10 days, but, you know, my, my, my immune system and my body thanked me because at the time, you know, I was dealing with high blood pressure. Like my blood pressure was like skyrocketed and, you know, going on that cleanse, it really regulated my, um, my blood pressure and everything. Like it just went right down and I just re- realized I'm like, Oh, like not eating meat, you know. And so like yeah. I started trying to like incorporate like not eating as much meat, but like 
going on because you don't realize how much you know meat affects everything with blood pressure yeah, and yeah. you know your body and the way it responds to stuff so yeah that's hey, that's real but man i, I hey before we get off, I, I, so every time I interview someone, like I've had like podcasters, um, I've had some uh, family members, and I've had just some random people on here, and I always get a top five from them. So you, since you're a performer, uh-huh. I want you to give me your top five performer. My top five performer? Yep. All right. Uh, one is my all-time favorite, Blair Underwood. Two, Blair Underwood. Sterling right. K. Brown. Three. Felicia Rashad. Okay. Four. Oh, shoot. Uh, Helen Mirren. And five is, uh, if I had to take a fifth one. Oh, my goodness. Uh, five, five, five. Last five, the hardest. But you don't want to leave anybody off. Um, five. Goodness, goodness gracious. <laughs> Darn. Um, oh, man. Okay. Performer. Oh, um, as the scope of performers, not acting, because I give you all actors. Um, I actually like, um, and rest in peace, Cicely Tyson. Yeah. Hey, oh, yeah, she's a goat. Every time I think about the movie Hoodlum, I think about her, I'm like, man, she was just straight OG. Yeah, and like, they're just, you know, acting classes. I just, you know, you know, especially Sterling K. Brown nowadays, he's just... Been, Have you met all of them? I've not met all of them. I've met Blair Underwood. Um, I met Felicia. I have not met Helen Mirren. Um, I met Cicely Tyson. And, yeah, I only haven't, only one I haven't met. I think it was Sterling was the only one I haven't met in Helen Mirren. Man, that's cool. That's dope. Yo, bro, definitely appreciate you hopping on with me, man. Um, like I told you, th- this summer, if you guys are still at it, man, when Sarah and I, we want to uh, pop up into New York and come check out the show, man. So I'll definitely be hitting you up, bro. Yeah, man. And, and we're going to have to, like, plan something soon, like, for all of us, you know, so yeah. like because we need a reunion. Like, you know, family's starting to grow and the change. Yeah, man. So. Our kids gonna have to get introduced to each other. And yes, sir. All these, and so we definitely yes, need to make it happen. Yes, sir, man. But all right, bro, stay up, man. Um, definitely be looking out for you. Um, before we bounce though, you can let people know where to check you out on next events or upcoming shows or whatever you got going on. Yeah. So I mean, any updates, anything that's happening with me, you can catch on any of my social media. So uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, they're all. Um, my name, Jawan Jackson, J-A-W-A-N Jackson. And find me there, connect with me there, send me a message, say what's up. And um, also, if you need to book me, do anything, go to my website, jawanjackson.com, and we, and it's there. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, I'll definitely let them know, man. You know, any people I know, I'm throwing them. They haven't saw the show or in New York. I'm like, yo, got to go check it out. Yeah, send your cousin, um, that's in Atlanta there, so we can uh, cast me in one of these uh, TV shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sante. <laughs> no doubt. All right, bro, man. Take it easy. All right, you too, bro. Yes, sir. Yes. Yo, hold up. This episode is over, but don't forget, go hit that like and subscribe button for me. Thanks for listening.